Hey, this is Colin from Blackjack Apprenticeship, and today's podcast interview is with Burnin Down the House. He was willing to fly out to Vegas during our last Blackjack boot camp, and this was the first time I met him, but he shares his story as a full-time card counter, how he got into it, and some stories both entertaining and illuminating, uh, with myself and with guest co-host Joe748. If you don't know the Joe Torius, Joe748, he is a full-time AP and uh, over a million-dollar card counter himself. And so we got to talk to Burning Down the House and hear some stories from him. We'll get right into it. I hope you enjoy the interview. Hey guys, this is Colin, and I am here with Burning Down the House and Joe748. How are you guys doing? Doing good. Glad to be here. And sweaty hot Vegas, very baby. hot. <laughs> yeah, 106 outside. And... It's nice and cool in this beautiful house, though. Good job, Colin. Good <laughs> yeah, so we're in Vegas for boot camp, and uh, Burning Down the House decided to fly out here to do this podcast. So thanks so much for doing it. Yeah, you got it, man. Well, thanks for get, having me. Yeah, let's get into your story. Tell us how you got interested in card counting. Well, uh, it was an interest in blackjack first, actually. Uh, I had I had a pretty wealthy friend just bring me along to the casino, and he would just give me five hundred bucks and be like, "Here, just copy what I do." He knew pretty good basic strategy, but I mean, every now and then he'd double like a six against like a bus card. <laughs> You know, and stuff like that, and he would he he would always buy in with like five grand, <laughs> and just go berserk. And so one one night I won thirty five hundred dollars, I think, in a very short amount of time. And I was like, oh, that was so easy. I went back the very next day, <laughs> and I lost fifteen hundred. And I was like, oh man, at least I stopped. I still had some profit, but that kind of put the hook in me for blackjack. And I'd say for about a year after that, um, I just kind of played, uh, you know, that's how I learned a basic strategy. But, you know, I, I had a losing game. I probably, I probably lost over a year, probably about like six or seven grand. And, uh, and then I was just, you know, sick of losing. And I, I knew that there was a way to beat it. You know, I think I'd, I'd heard everyone knows, you know, it's always the joke. They're like, oh. Counting cards, you know, so like, it's like, let me look into this. Of course, I, I, the first thing I looked up was Casino888, is that right? Oh, yeah. Yeah, Casinos.com. Yeah. yeah, they had a free, like, little book that I actually read, and then I read that, and then I got, uh, like, a bet spread from that, and then later on, I ended up finding you and your video, and, I mean, all of your videos, and I just digested all that, then got the membership and went a little deeper into it, you know? And uh, <laughs> actually, when I first started playing, I think we had a few phone calls. Yeah, I remember. Yeah. And I, my first two weeks of counting, I'd taken like 24000 from one of the Seminole casinos down there. And I talked to you, and you're like, well, it sounds like you're overbetting. And I started with a bankroll of uh, $3,000. Yeah. And I actually... Lost that three thousand, and I went to an ATM and pulled out my like. I'm like, this is two hundred dollars. If it doesn't work, I'm I'm done. I'm not card counting anymore. I sat down at a table and in one shoe I took seven grand, and then just from there, just like took off. And I talked to you on the phone, and you were like, 
you're over, you have to be over betting. And I was like, yeah. He's like, well, what are you doing? And I was like, well, you know, I have this, I forgot exactly what the spread was. I think I was playing on one spot and I was just going like up to 300. And I was like, but when the count goes real high, I just like throw money out there. <laughs> you were like, wait, so you're just putting money on. And then later in a podcast, this is when I've already been like, you know, a, a career AP. You mean you were like later, like on a phone call? No, in your podcast. Oh yeah, you were like, oh, no. you were like, hey, you know, like one guy just told me, like when it's a high count, he just throws a bunch of money out there. Like, don't do that. I was like, thanks, Colin. <laughs> that was you. Thank you. That's me. Well, that was you me. know, if you're gonna win, do it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so the lesson here is um, deplete your bankroll to zero. Go to the ATM, withdraw two hundred. Oh my god! You're on your no, way. no. You're at that point. You're due. So just take out fifty. Just take out fifty. Uh, to go back to what you said, I was just curious. What was the bet spread that eight 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 casino suggested for you? Uh, man, I, I I cannot remember. Man, it was like uh, I don't know. I had it saved for a while. Was it something that was it? Did it seem like kind of small, or was it? I think it was a one to twelve. Okay. And I was and but I was one, one spot, one to twelve. One spot, one to twelve, and I was yeah, I was using green chips. So <gasps> with a with a I know. three thousand dollar bankroll. I know. And the funny thing is, is that I you know I wasn't someone who was like super well studied into AP like yeah. before I did it. You know, I just kind of jumped into it. It's kind of just I guess how I do everything. But I, I I jumped into it and I just thought there was like a certain count, like a magic count, like let's say seven or above, and you don't lose. Can't lose. Yeah. You just yeah. don't. Did you think that too? Yeah, exactly. I I mean, think, I oh my god, thing, I didn't yeah. feel alone. I felt yeah. like such an idiot. But you know now, like I mean, geez, just like three sessions ago, I was winning everything, and then every time max bets went out, like a five or a six, lost like clockwork, yeah. and I was just, and it just makes me think of those early days. I'm not sure what your risk of ruin was, but I'm, it was guess, it's, I'm guessing it's like over 90%. It had to. Um, which, you know, the, the other way to think about it is for every you, there's nine or more guys that tapped out, you know, and that was it, um, which is, is a bummer. Um, but I think it, I don't, to me, it's just like people don't understand. There's so many hobbies you can get into where you can kind of wade your feet in and figure it out as you go. But this one, unless you've got the bankroll for it, you know, you're, it's it, hobby is over. Yeah. Job is over. Yeah. And I, I absolutely, um, it's, it's shocking to me now, like knowing what I know with the amount of hours I've put in that, 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 that happened like yeah. that, you know, it's, it's crazy. So where did things go from there? I know we talked on the phone. I remember and, and being like, oh man, this, like you, yeah. it's, I was happy that you were up at 24,000 or whatever. I just remember being like, if, if he doesn't correct this, you know, I know where it's going to go. Yeah. Um, but you, you did like, was it getting so, curious about the betting software or what yeah, happened? Yeah. Yeah. So I did end up using the betting software and, uh, you know, I, I ended up incorporating more, uh, uh like expanded deviations, um, and I would say, well, the thing is with that, that year, I was still playing full-time as a musician as well. So I only got in like 500 hours that year. That was 2000, that was 2019. And uh, so that was the high point though. That 24,000 was the high point. 
the rest of the year I slowly lost. Yeah. And I think I ended the year up 14 grand. Okay. After 500 hours. So it was like a, yeah, like AV of like 28, $30, something like that. So when that was going on, like, was your, did your family have questions about this venture? How did that whole thing play into it? Uh, I don't think I quite, you know, told my family at that point because I wasn't looking at it as a career yet. And I was still playing a bunch of gigs. And, uh, but my wife was uh, happy that I learned how to beat it. And she was very supportive and understanding. And she got it, you know, and she's still the one sometimes. I mean, I've, you know, put in, I think, career-wise, a little over 2,000, like two and a half years. And uh, and she's she's definitely the one reminding me because mm-hmm. even though I've been, I would consider doing this like long enough to kind of get my bearings with it, I'm still not good at handling swings. Like I'm just, yeah. I'm just not. <laughs> like it's yeah. brutal and I get emotional, pissed off. Mm-hmm. And then I get really excited, like I'm. But in that emotion helped me as a songwriter, yeah. and you know, an artist. And it, it doesn't really transfer to this very well. But she's always the one that kind of, you know, reminds me the math's working its way out. You've you've swung down this much before. You know what I mean? So she's she's totally my support system. You asked about family, like my wife totally gets it. Yeah. My mom. <laughs> I was just on the phone with her today, you know, telling her I was out in Vegas and blah, blah, blah. She's like, I wish you would just stop doing that. I don't know why you have to do this. Like, it's just, she stopped saying quit while you're ahead, at least at this oh, point. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> My mom, up until like last year, would always answer the phone uh, and go, did you lose all your money yet? Oh, like, man. just always worried, you know, but now yeah, she exa- finally yeah, accepted yeah. it. Like, yeah, I guess, uh, yeah. Our moms are the same in that way. What's interesting when I hear that is, like, it's not like you started with all this money. It'd be one thing <laughs> if it, you had this inheritance. And yeah. she's like, oh, did yeah. you blow your inheritance right. gambling? But true. did you lose all this money that you didn't have before? Yeah. That, yeah. I don't know. It's, Parents worry. Yeah. It's, it's funny, though. You saying that makes me think of, uh, I, I say this to people, and it's the truth. If I did not have a chart and looking back, uh, I would think I would think I'm not up. Yeah, and I'm up significantly. You know, but more, more I, than twenty four thousand now. <laughs> <laughs> Way more. Uh, yeah, but we've, it, we've talked about that. Joe and I so talked crazy. about that. Yeah. That uh, I would guess if if someone were you know if I didn't have charts, I would guess that I won you know two hundred thousand and six or in you know Joe like a fourth of what I won. Yeah. Yeah. yeah okay. So maybe it's like, maybe it's. A little bit of an exaggeration to say I don't think I'm up at all, but I swear it feels like that sometimes. Yeah. Oh, just, yeah. yeah. So uh, I want to go back to you know you're you're overbetting. You'd you'd uh, started with kind of whatever ebook or something, and, and then you got a membership. But during that 500 hours of kind of slowly losing a little bit back, um, what was your training like? How did you know that you were, or was your training just playing at the tables to, to a point that you, you know, got- I actually used your software. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah, I did uh, on, on BJA. And it, Could it, you, it, you it, like test out virtually? Yeah, yeah. Okay. I did the, the virtual test outs, um, you know, also the uh, deck estimation app that mm-hmm. you have, um, and then the, you know, the full on using deviations and so, you can't select the, the expanded deviations can you not yet yeah okay i was yeah because i was i think i remember 
I thought I didn't remember doing that, but I didn't. So, but I did do the basic yeah. strategy mm-hmm. and uh, the, main the deviations. deviations. Yeah, yeah. Okay, and then you did at one point have someone evaluate your game. Yeah. What was that during that five hundred hour streak or? Uh no oh wait uh, the original five hundred hour streak yeah. during my no 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 this was this was later okay yeah this okay was, this well, was, let's, yeah let's get it so so that first year up fourteen thousand played only 500 hours that year and where things go from there uh so then 2020 happened (laughs) yeah yeah yeah. and uh we uh we had a baby on the first so that was the best (laughs) the best day yeah yeah the best day of 2020 was the first day uh um and then everything just kind of started falling apart because you know we had the Airbnb rental thing going on uh, where we live and that just all canceled and all this, all this stuff started happening. And uh, I, I, I actually ended up in the, in the midst of all that thinking about how, Oh, casinos are opening back up and you have to wear a mask. This was and during I, like yeah. around January or, or June rather. Yeah. And I know I was database. I hadn't, you know, seen, Solid evidence, but you know, I, I go yeah. into places and they like call me by my name, and I'd never been there, and I was like, "Oh man!" So, you know, after that, after the whole Airbnb thing fell apart, I was just like, "Man, we can wear masks in the casinos." When they started opening up, there's less seats at the table. It just seemed so ripe for the picking, and I, I convinced my wife for us to take like a good chunk of our savings and do it, you know, in a high limit way yeah. so in it, it there's, there's a p- pandemic we have a baby let's travel yeah yeah blackjack. yeah so before we hit the road i went to i think my first trip in vegas the very first one where i took a bigger bankroll like i ended up way above ev and in like 50 hours won uh like 50 grand mm-hmm. and then so then i got back and i was just like hey you know what there's nothing going on here all of our friends are afraid to hang out. Like everyone's quarantined. Let's just hit the road. Let's just let's just get in a car with uh, the baby, yeah, and the dog, <laughs> <laughs> and uh, and hit the road. And I don't. My wife's the best. I don't know why she agreed to that. <laughs> so were you? Did you have like a? camper van type thing or were you just doing <laughs> hotels and like how did you get into hotels if there were a lot of them are sort of closed or um no we were out of the car and we did live a lot in hotels and they weren't closed they were just highly understaffed and underbooked and we were staying in like four or five star hotels for like sixty dollars nice. sometimes wow it was i mean i keep i tell my friends if you weren't traveling during 2020 you missed out. Like wow. it was like crazy. Like right now in Vegas, I'm like, oh man, I'm not used to these prices because I came to Vegas five times last year, and like they, like every time was on a comp, and I'm not even supposed to be at those casinos, and they were just like, yeah. come again, come yeah. again. Come. I went five times, but anyways, so yeah, we we were out of the car, and uh, you know, staying in hotels. Uh, man, what did we do? We did like 36 states over, I think like four and a half, five months. And during this whole time was infamously on the forum as me ranting like a psychopath (laughs) and uh, just 
bitching and complaining the whole time. I was on a 475 and a half, uh-huh. not to be downplayed, that half hour yeah. means a lot, uh, our break-even losing streak. And it pretty much lasted the entire trip. That's rough. And wow. it, I mean, I mean, and, and we're spending, you know, I was spending like $4,000 extra a month on like hotels and travel expenses on top of our living expenses. Yeah. So that, you know, so that, that ate up a lot of my AV by the end of last year. And, you know, if that's like, even if you, if you think your bankroll can handle it, I mean, holy crap, expenses add up. And it's, so, yeah, it's not like um, you're not spreading enough. I mean, I think you're pretty much a min to max player like us from what I've seen and heard. From like the what? You're, you're basically like min to max player. Well, like depending on what the casino is. I, I, I've never gone above two spots of a thousand. That's not true. I've got a few times when I've gone uh, to two spots of 1500, I was absolutely destroyed. Right. <laughs> but, but you're not like starting off at like, uh, you know, two spots of a hundred or even like you're. I don't. I don't start at two spots of a hundred, but I, I will. I will just go to a black chip table every now and then, mm-hmm. and I will spread. But I. But yeah, I if I can. Yeah. And, so, and the table isn't packed. I'll sit down at twenty five and go twenty five to like you know two spots of seven hundred or a thousand. And were you winning before this streak started? Um. Yeah, pretty much. You know, I I fluctuated between. I swung down. 30 grand, swung up 30 grand, and did it again. Down 30 grand, up 30 grand, over like 475 and a half hours. But so. before that, had you had some profits, or was it just- From the Vegas over- trip. Okay, so, okay. Yeah. yeah, so year one, you win like 14K. Then you win 50K, like, hey, let's just do this, and then spend the next 475 and a half yeah. hours before you made additional profits. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And and that, but then after that trip, it was just like, it was insane. It, it was just like exploded up like my chart. I mean, I think wow. I posted that. Yeah, yeah, that's you. That's on the on the forum. Yeah, you can't predict when the wins or losses are going to happen. And yeah. it sounds like, man, they've come in, uh, come in fits. Yeah, it's. I, I don't know. I wish for me it was. I wish it was a little less. Uh, Bipolar, but I think everyone probably feels the same way. Yeah, I actually, um, I post this is why I stopped. I used to sometimes hop on the blackjack subreddit on on Reddit, uh, just to answer a couple things, and then it's like people saying I'm making up my entire career. Um, and but I the point is, one time someone was saying, like, oh, what kind of swings can you expect? And there's the graph in my book of it's like five pros careers including mine and i posted that and it's like and a guy's like i don't believe you colin you know i was like well here's my graph he's like there's no way your variance has been so little that's not possible and i hadn't really thought about it like i've had two uh streaks of over 200 hours without winning but they haven't been like extreme losses you know right Um, yeah even that 30 grand swung back up and it was like even those swings i felt you know so i don't know what's more and uh, whatever the guy thought thought I was just making up my entire career, but it, but it got me to think, oh wow, I some people maybe that they don't last so long, but it's like a huge downswing. Yeah, you know, I've been on teams where we've lost like you know hundred fifty thousand dollars swing in in you know like a month or or whatever. Betting what like two spots of what? Yeah, not not a lot. Like 
maybe three spots of 500, something like that. Wow. This, was, this was like an early team, you know, where it was a significant, you know, chunk of our big, of course, the that's church team. We, downswing for, wow, yeah, 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 the church team had bigger downswings, but that was because a lot of people play in a lot. Of, but I guess my point is, I don't know what's worse, like extreme sharp down and back up or where you're just grinding and getting nowhere for, you know. Yep, I'm on almost 200 hours right now. Yeah. 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 But it's funny. <laughs> this is like what we were just talking about. It feels like we don't win. Yeah. What we yeah. mostly talked about right. is all these streaks of not winning. Yeah. We didn't like kind of gloss over. Well, well, I'll tell I'll, I actually have a pretty interesting little uh, sentence that I came up with when this, this was at the point last year where I finally went on like a huge upswing um, after all the losing um basically let's see i'll summarize it let's see okay yeah eighty six thousand sixty one percent of my total er earnings have been made in the last 62 and a half hours of playtime which is seven percent of total hours played 840 hours wow. so i made 61 percent of my total earnings in seven percent of <laughs> wow. the hours played at that point yeah. I was like, wh what? Like, and that's kind of... It's a true testament to how this is a long-term thing. Yeah. Like, but, yeah. But even so, it's like long-term in blackjack doesn't compare to long-term in the stock market. Like, yeah. It's not even close. Like, it, it's, it's true. Um, the difference is, like, you can ignore the stock market if you have self-control. You can't ignore... The emotions of every hand of blackjack you it's play. in your face and yeah. you feel like you're like controlling it too so it's yeah. extra torturous when yeah. you're doing everything right and then yeah <laughs> yeah and we talk about oh going to war and whatever but the, it, it kind of implies like i'm going to try extra hard but there's not the like whether you're you know willing yourself to win isn't going to do anything yeah so it's kind of funny like in my younger years I was I was very into meditation and like you know working on you know intention and and, yeah. and things like that and I got out of that and hadn't really thought about it much you know like uh, with with you know you get busy as yeah. as an adult you start grinding whatever you're grinding at and that kind of goes out the window blackjack brought me back to that because it's so funny it's so it's such a it's it's such a like left brain, like, you know, activity where you're just, you're just performing it and yeah. it's mathematical, you know, it's very certain, uh, but it's led me back to practices like meditation and mindfulness because when you're just getting your butt kicked at the table, like over and over, the dealer has a six, you've got two spots of max bets, you've got two 20s. You're like, they're gonna pull 21. I know they're gonna pull 21. They flip the 10, you're like, I'm good. You're like, and then your mind goes, five? Yeah. And then they drop the five and you're like, oh my God, yeah. did I manifest yeah. this? What is going on? This is the 10th time that's happened in this session. Yeah. You know what I mean? So it's like, I had to really, work backwards and focus on the chatter Yeah, and just say, whether you th think you're manifesting this or whatever it is, it's not helping. Yeah. Just clear your mind, play to the count, play your game and just 
take it, take it, you know, as it comes. So it's kind of interesting. It led me back to, you know, more practices like that when it's such a scientific, mathematical, matter of fact practice. I was just sharing at the boot camp yesterday about someone asked, like, any pro tips for, you know, being healthy on the road, all that stuff. And it reminded me of uh, burning bringing the tables in Las Vegas and how the last third of his book is about his sleep shower walking nutrition schedule. It's important. And and I remember reading that at 22 and being like, what is this guy's deal? And then, you you know, you live that road life and you're like, oh, wow. You know, the things that make me be emotionally and mentally healthy are important. If you want to play at those higher stakes Mm -hmm. for any significant period of time. Yeah, absolutely. Speaking of like schedule, so how, how did it work with your your wife and your baby when you're on the road? What did a typical day look like? Like what time did you guys wake up? When did you, like, were they just in the car the whole time when you were playing? Like, how did you? So they were usually in a, in a, in a hotel and, uh, you know, they had a pool. The baby loves the pool. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, so you'd book and like the, would, the room for the whole day and just expect, I'm just going to be here regardless if I get backed that, off of everything. And that was another like stress factor. I'm like, I don't know how long this, especially at a place in the middle of nowhere that's like one casino. But like I, I couldn't, yeah. I couldn't pick and choose. I had to take whatever because we're out there on the road. But yeah. yeah, sometimes, you know, you book the hotel and I come right back. Did, did baby, that, we gotta go. Did those constraints ever tempt you to maybe not play as aggressive or be like, oh no, I'm in the middle of nowhere. You know, we just checked in this room. I'm gonna get to the casino. Like maybe I shouldn't spread like, you know, Max or. Um, was there any no, of- actually, I I actually on the way over, uh, on the flight, listened to the last podcast with Stan the Caddy, and I'm 100 with them that. You're just shooting yourself in the foot, I think, because it doesn't matter. They're gonna, they're if 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 they're if they're sharp enough to know you're counting, you're just you're just leaving EV out there because they're gonna get you no matter what. So you may as well just hit them as hard as you can. That's what I think. If you know, if a place isn't going to, there's a good chance they're not going to, even if you're spreading to what you would have spread. I yeah, I'm a maximizer for sure. So when you're on the road. Um how how was the how what hours wise what did it seem like was it sort of just like four or five places I'll get maybe thirty minutes to an hour and then every once in a while I'll get a few days here and there or was it was it like oh I'm getting like four or five hours at each place on average or? Oh, man I, whew, I I will sit there I've had like three like twenty eight hour sessions I mean <gasps> yeah I'll whoa I'll, how <laughs> how do you know if you're still Playing well. I just I just check, you know, double, triple check the table sometimes and I'm like, yeah. no, that's that's right. That's definitely right. Yeah, and, I remember uh, Dusty he pulled a from the church team, he pulled a twenty five hour session once. The most I did was fourteen and I didn't feel like I could uh you know, think straight. Uh yeah. I I don't feel like I can think straight, but sometimes <laughs> Sometimes it helps. At least when you're that Som- tired. Sometimes I just don't care anymore about the chatter about in my head, and I'm just like, boom, 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 boom. Just like, there's just, I mean, I feel crazy because after those sessions, I leave the session, and like someone's like, 
walk past him and they're like, hello. And I'm like, hello, 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 hello. <laughs> You're <laughs> you repeating like, that. You the, like the count in yeah. your head, like everything becomes like this repeat. But, uh, but um, I, man, it's so all over the place. Honestly, I don't quite know. Um, can, you, I mean, that's the, can you give the audience the, the name and locations of those uh, hours, you, the places <laughs> you got the 28 hours? Yeah, sure. Okay, here, this and no, I just kidding. Uh, I mean, you know, they're probably places that already all database me and know who I was anyways. <laughs> yeah, speaking of which, how, how often do you play rated? That's always a big I question. I never play for... rated. I can't. I can't. Last time I was told to play rated, um, actually by a BJA member that, that knew this market, he was like, oh, go to this casino and like they don't subscribe, just go ahead, get a card made. And I, I drove like out of the way to go to this place. I got a card made at this one casino, five minutes. Oh. You're done, go to the next casino. You can't play here. And they trespassed me. They trespassed me from like that chain of casinos there. And so there was only one left and all their table games were closed oh. at that time. And I was like, That's a low so, but, so I, yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't ever play rated. So what do you do when you're about to hit a CTR? Like, do you just leave at 9,900 or, and come back the next day? Or like when you're betting big, what happens when you hit, you know, 10,000? So this just happened on my last trip. And if I'm getting destroyed and, uh, and, and the count's just super high, I'll, I'll give them my ID. I'll just do it. And, I'll, and especially if there's like three or four rounds left, and I know it's gonna stay in the max bet range, I just show them it. And I know the back off is coming, maybe even a trespass, but like, uh, I know I know it's coming. And I just really wanna, you know, I mean seven or above. Like, yeah. I just really wanna get get those out there. And a lot of the times it does, it, I do end up recouping, you know, some of it. And then of course, always, uh, you're not allowed to play here. At least then you could just go to the cage and not stress about chips because they already have your name. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. I go there and, you know, they're like, oh, can we? I'm like, nope, you already got it from me. Just cash me out. Like, I'm sick of this. That was something yesterday I wanted to say at the boot camp because we did the pro panel and they're asking questions about, like, what do we do with our chips? Should we just go to the cage and cash them out? And all the pros suggested, like, just leave, you know, leave if you can. I was like you where I was on the road all the time. So, I mean, 95% of my sessions, I went to the cage and cashed out all my chips because I didn't want to have to deal with yeah. chip inventory and then coming back exactly three weeks did, later yeah. and then they hassle you. Like, well, you don't have record of you playing here. Like, I didn't want to deal with any of that stuff. So 95% of the time, I cashed out my chips and it wasn't Just a problem. Yeah, yeah, exactly. In like a bunch of small ways or I've actually done it. <clears throat> You know, you can't get around it if you're cashing out over 10 grand. It's just yeah. a legality. But if it's under, I mean, even like 95, uh, I've, I've straight up just gone up and just said, you know, I'm, I'd like to cash out, blah, blah, blah. They told me I can't play blackjack anymore, and I just, I just want to leave. Mm -hmm. And I'm not showing you my ID because then they want to database me and blah, blah, blah. Like, I'll just be super yeah. honest, and it, it works so well. Wow. Like, Standard I mean, I'm, I'm surprised how well that works sometimes, but, uh, I, I want to go back. You were saying, let's say there's three, you know, there's, you know, three or four rounds left and you've got your big bets out there and it's like, you say, well, I'll just, you know, show my ID. Um, you could even kind of quantify it and you're, you're saying a true seven, you know, 3%. What's, what's your top bet? Two by a thousand. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. That's the, that's the highest I'll go. Yeah. So that's like every round is worth 60 bucks, you yeah. know? 
Like, yeah. well, I'll show my ID to make a couple hundred bucks in the next five minutes. Yeah. Of right. EV, you yeah. know, like I think, yeah, you just got to make, you got to quantify those decisions and say, sure. like, do I really want to throw away a couple hundred bucks to not show ID right here? I'm probably going to get backed off anyway. And most likely they probably already know who you are anyway. So. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But in, in look, you're, you're 100% correct, Colin, in bringing it back to EV. But for me, in the moment sometimes, AV overpowers long run EV in the way that, let's say I'm down $8,000 and I brought 40 with me and I'm, and I'm on the, I'm, I'm, on this trip that I already paid expenses for, for, for five days. I'm like, you know what? At that point, the AV is more important to me. Like I need to recoup some, or at least a really good shot at recouping. Cause that hundred dollars might, I might get a double down. I might get a a split some tens. I mean, it could, it could bring back eight grand in like three or four rounds, you know, with two spots of that much. So uh, you know, in that time, I think it's more important to just have my, my full bankroll and not be like, Oh, now I have to leave here with yeah. almost a quarter of my bankroll gone. So, but uh, yeah, the, I mean, the, the the EV and AV thing are, are things that are kind of a pain in the butt. <laughs> just, uh, yeah, we can just win. EV, it, yeah, why can't just we win just right win like EV? Yeah, yeah, it's like, come on, come on cards. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, you uh, were talking about I remember on the forum you made this post where you said, I'm gonna to try to play what what was it? It was a certain number of hours. Oh. oh good thing to bring up. Yeah, so this was a few months back, like yeah. th- three months back. Uh I was like, okay, because we were gonna go to Mexico. Well, we, we did end up going to Mexico. So I was like, I just wanna get in two months. I try to get at least a hundred hours a month in. I was like, I wanna get in it. Two months in one month because I'm going to Mexico and I'm, I'm I know there's like games there and stuff, but I was like I'm not gonna play. Um, so it's it, what fifty hours a week? Is that yeah, so it was two hundred hours, so fifty hours a week. So I think the first week, ha, I t- I could open the phone and actually say exactly, but I think it was almost a hundred hours in 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 the week. You got a hundred hours I, in. I think I could yeah, tell you that's exactly. Okay, that's okay, 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 okay. Might have been the eighty, but anyways. So before I did all this, I flew down to Florida and had like a a thing down there, non AP related, and uh, someone got COVID, and someone in the film crew had COVID, and so at the end of that week, I start getting sick, start feeling sick, like actually at a casino. Yeah. Eesh. There were a bunch of old people, so I was really paranoid. I was like, I gotta get out of here. I leave, I get tested, I have COVID, and it kicked my ass. I was in bed for like 10 days. Wow. And I mean, when it hit me, I had like a really high fever. I mean, it was like the worst flu ever. Luckily, I didn't have the- the, Yeah, respiratory issues. The real like issue, the respiratory issues. Um, But then anyways, after that, started to get better. Uh, After like 12 days, wasn't wasn't testing anymore or yeah so i think it was about 12 went back out ended up getting another 100 hours in wow so but yeah in that month i was surprised i could do it even with so really what are we looking at here we're looking at 18 18 days yeah 
I mean, it was intense. It was intense. Yeah, so it's basically 18, 10-hour days. Yeah. With a, with a COVID break. Yeah, yeah. Right in the middle. Yeah, yeah. And it's it's funny. I was at, I, I met up uh, with uh, Marco Polo from the forum. Actually, we've become good friends. We met in Vegas once, and uh, he's, he, he's, he's a great dude. We've actually started doing trips together just to split expenses. Might start teaming up. But he, we were there in, in the last hours, the last portion of those hours, I was like, uh, we both took a lunch break, and I was like, "Dude, I'm 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 one hour away from 200 hours," and I was like, "But I just made an all-time new high by 2,800 dollars," and I was like, "What do I do?" And he was like, "I don't know, man. You could, you know, just stop if you want." And I was like, "No, I made the decision to do 200 hours. I'm not focusing on 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 AV. I'm focusing on time." Yeah, and he was like, "Awesome, dude, let's do it." <laughs> and so we went back, and I lost exactly twenty eight hundred <laughs> in that hour. I lost exactly twenty eight hundred, and I was like, "Oh, you oh, time." Think of think of that EV you generated that hour. <laughs> yeah, yeah, oh yeah. I think about EV I've generated a lot because it's it's way higher. So I think about it often. Yeah. It's very uh, nice. Yeah, yeah. Where are you overall, like EV AV? Um. Um, two standard deviations below. Below your yeah. So so, with a couple thousand hours, you probably have been over, were at least at some point overestimating your EV. You know, I think about this because I think at the beginning I definitely was because I would. This is the thing that I think messed me up is I would actually in the pro betting software unclick three, uh, 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 negative three and below. Oh, yeah. And just be like, I'll sit out during that. Yeah. And then a lot of the times I'd be at no mid shoe by myself. Yeah. So I would play through those. So I think it probably definitely boosted my NO and lowered my EV. Um, I would I would say it, if I were to say it was a significant enough overestimation of EV, I'm probably within one standard deviation. Yeah. Yeah, how uh, often yeah. are you playing heads up? Would you say as often as I can? Yeah, so I'm not I'm not sure on the actual breakdown, but yeah, as often as I can. And uh, what's your tipping policy? Tipping how policy? How do you deal with that whole awkwardness? I tip sometimes. I do. Do you track all that? No. Okay. I don't. I don't. Yeah, and I probably should, but you know, I I don't tip often, mm-hmm. but and. You know, my tipping sometimes could be like a dealer that knows I'm a counter. And I know that's probably his angle to get tips, but I just appreciate them. And they'll give me like tips on the market or like what the pit boss thinks or things like that. I'll, t- I'll tip them just because I, I, I appreciate that. Do you separate your expenses from your like EVAV graph? I don't. I just okay. know what my expenses are. And yeah. I mean, it's pretty but, obvious but, too with my bankroll because I keep, you know, just keep most of it. I just have to ask what, if you don't mind me asking, what is like a typical tip amount? Because that can make a big difference in like. I mean, I'll throw like a red chip or a green chip. Yeah. yeah. See, we're not talking like, you know, yeah. black chip or like, yeah. it's still a pretty small relative to how much I've, you're betting. I've like, tossed a black chip twice. Mm. I have. Um, yeah. yeah. I mean, and I mean, and I know you're not supposed to do this and it's not like very calculative, but you know, I mean, it was after I won like 21,000 uh-huh. or like, you know, in like 
it, that one time I did that in like 45 minutes, uh-huh. I was just like, ugh. and I'd been playing there on this trip, like repeatedly and got so much time and didn't tip at all. Uh-huh. So I was like, dude, my, I could, I can afford one black. Yeah. Chip. I just wonder what your EVAV graph would look like with the, um, expenses removed, you know, maybe it would, look, oh, I'm probably, yeah, I'm probably, probably right pro- at, probably would look a lot, yeah. a lot different, you know, cause I, the first thing I hear is two standard deviations, like, oh man, uh, you know, that's a bummer. Like, you know, sure. um, but it's same with the church team. Like we underperformed quite a bit, but I think it actually makes sense when you think through it. Like we let people stay on the clock when they're cashing out yeah. or, um, you know, all, all sorts of thing, things. I think if, the result, the math is the math, you know? Yeah, sure. Um, so anyway, it, it just makes me makes me curious. But I think since if you had those things separated, it probably would, would look quite a bit different. And, yeah, also, uh, and like you're also not just saying like, oh, yeah, every time I win like 20 grand, I'm just tipping them like black chips. It's like I can see that you're calculating over time like, oh, I played here 10 times already. Uh, hours each. I'm not just of, yeah, yeah, Mr. Moneybags yeah, tossing that out. <laughs> yeah, divided through all those dealers is maybe like less than a five dollar chip. But you're doing those calculations. Like other yeah. people might be tempted to just like yeah, give the hundred dollars without even thinking about it, and then they're doing it way more often than they think they are. I mean, and I mean for that trip, EV. I mean, EV was probably like thirty grand or above. I mean. A black chip is so like, you said you I twice mean, twice uh, uh, tossed a black chip. Yeah. And so that's maybe a good rule of thumb. Every thousand hours, you can uh, <laughs> <laughs> you can you can toss a black chip. Every <laughs> One lucky dealer. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I've, I'll be honest. It felt really good to do it too. Yeah. I was, was like, this, was this a place that there they, you go? They, they kept their own. What's that? Did they keep their own tips at this particular place, or uh, not the one I'm talking about now, but the other one they did? Yeah. yeah. Cool. Any any stories you want to share with us? Yeah, <laughs> got a few. You know, actually, one when we were talking about just cashing out at the, at, at the you know at the cage and doing this, doing that. So my wife obviously would help me uh, on the road cash chips out, and I was playing at a place in the north. West that I'm sure you guys know of. It's a big one with a really juicy game that's super sweaty. Uh-huh. And, uh, and I had been playing there for five days straight and took uh, like a significant amount and it was in all black chips. <laughs> and and uh, <clears throat> I cashed out some of them and then I just, I'd been surrounded by security like three times and I was like, that's it, the jig is up, I gotta go. And I was like, you know, I went to the cage. They were like complete jerks. I was like, all right, I gotta, I think I texted you actually last year when this happened. And, uh, so I went out to my wife and I was like, just, just cash these out if you can, you know, like just, she was like, all right, it's a lot of chips. I think it was like, (laughs) I think it was like a little under 20 grand or something like in black chips. Yeah. And she was like, Okay, uh, what should I do? I was like, just just go up, give it to him. Don't let him take him, because it was a tribal casino. And uh, she went there. They were like, these aren't your chips. Like, whose whose chips are these? She's like, they are mine. I told her, you don't ever admit that they're not yours, you know. And then she was like, yeah, they're mine. Blah blah blah. If they took them, they acted like they were going to confiscate them. And my wife, I I call my wife on the phone, and she's like, 
yelling at them and I'm like, whoa, must be bad because oh, my man. wife is not like a yeller. <laughs> and and uh and anyways, they trespass her. <laughs> Give her the chips. They trespass my wife. And I was like, what? Uh she so the next Did they cash her out? No. They just gave her the chips they back. Gave, they gave they were gonna keep them. And she oh. was like, you cannot, you know, blah blah yeah. blah. And she was Holy you know cow. and they're like, these aren't yours and they trespass her. And so uh now the story begins. Oh. So, so now I, I I take the chips the next day, and I just have them like in a in in a plastic bag shoved into my pants. So I'm like walking like a muffin man, and like I go I go in, uh, and I go into the bathroom just to pull out like an amount to cash out. I'm just I'm just gonna park in this casino for seven hours if I have to, and just unload them in like increments because they had a bunch of different cages. And uh, I, I just bought a brand new truck and I kept the keys in my belt at that point. And I, I open up my pants and I'm in the stall in the bathroom. And oh, no. I go for the, for, the, for the chips. The key, which is the only key and the only fob for the car, oh, no. falls into the toilet and it auto flushes. <gasps> Whoosh! gone no. in like a in like a split second i was like no oh man so like i have to get people so involved in the bathroom and they just hear you you're like no yeah no. they hear me yell i get this guy he comes they get this the technician to come down he takes the toilet off the thing and everything he's in the stall the pit boss while i'm in the bathroom from the day who called security on me before walks into the bathroom to use a bathroom i jump into the stall with the guy with the toilet off close the door and he's looking at me like i'm gonna hit him over the head or something it was, it was just so, and this was in the middle of that crazy losing streak. So I was oh, like, we're man. cursed, we're <laughs> cursed, we're cursed. My keys got flushed. They didn't find the keys. So I literally, it cost like $460. I flushed $460 oh, down the toilet. Man. But anyways, I got them all cashed out. But that was just like, it seemed like stuff like that was happening during that losing streak. That was just like first time, super bad luck, totaled, totaled my car during that oh. losing streak a month after it was paid off. Oh man. I mean, yeah, that's why I got the new truck. I mean, there was like so many things that happened in that losing streak, but, um, you so know, 20, the, 2021 should be great now. <laughs> oh man. It's, it's already so much better and it hasn't been that great, but it's so much better. Uh, I wonder, you know, those things, same things happen when you're on a winning streak and they probably don't, you know, they don't stand out as, as much. Yeah. Yeah. It's like they say you could give two people the same job. One of them you you pay him like, you know, 40,000 a year. The other guy you pay 4 million a year. Yeah. It's the same job. One of them hates their job, the other the other loves it. Like during a losing streak, every bad thing stands out. During a winning streak, it's like, ah, that's only $460 that's for a, a new That's a good file. point, man. Yeah. It just gets gets it. It's India. You're just like, ah, like, it's like, you know, you're, you're viewing the world from the opposite of rose colored glasses. Yeah. It's just glass half empty, glass half empty. You got, you got brown glasses and the whole world looks <laughs> like doo doo. <laughs> Any other stories you want to share with us? Yeah, there, I, I got a, I got a, actually just like a, a few weeks ago, my wife, uh, went to cash out chips again. And it was just funny. She, she you know, my wife's just this super sweet, kind of like quirky 
chick. And uh, she goes with all these chips to cash them out. And the security guard, this was just a little funny thing she told me, uh, leans in and he goes to the other security guard, now that's what you call badass bitch. (laughs) (laughs) And then just like knowing my wife, I was like, that's hilarious. I was like, you're a badass bitch. Um, Yeah, actually, I was just in a market too. And uh, there was a pit boss from uh, another casino that I was at. And she was absolutely hammered oh, and no. playing, playing with me like at the table and just starts telling me, you know, we know what you're doing <laughs> like oh next gosh. door. And she's like, like whatever. And I was like, what? And, uh, she just turns to me and we're, and, and just like, tells me the true count. I was like, oh, wow, you did a conversion and everything. That's pretty good. She was like, yeah. And then just spills her whole drink all over the table. And I was like, yeah. They were like, we have to close the table. And I was like, no, do not do that. Like, no, 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 no. This is like the last good game at this hour. And I was like, no. I convinced them not to, but it was so funny. And then she, she gave me some good pointers on the market, but it was, I was just, you know, I was like, uh, she's like, I was on this side of the table for a little while. Blah, blah, blah. I mean, it's just, it's one of those stories where you're just like, oh yeah, they're people and they're involved yeah. in, in the casino world. So they were probably gamblers and even sometimes card counters, like, you know, back in the day. But what was her reasoning why they weren't backing you off at that other place? Yeah. Uh, uh, um, yeah. Uh, I'm trying to think of a way I can say this uh, without everyone would know it right when I said it, but yeah. they just aren't prepared uh, yet. Okay. Okay. Cool. Yeah. Gotcha. Uh, yeah. So was she betting properly? No, she was just betting. <laughs> so like, and I was like, I was like, why are you? She's like, I don't care anymore. I just play a little bit. Yeah. She's was, there for the drinks. <laughs> yeah, she was. Oh, I can wow. confirm that one. Yeah. Uh, but <laughs> yeah, it was it, it was the first experience like that for me though. Um, Any last story you want to share? We we got a boot camp in, in like yeah, half no. an hour, but but this is fun. Uh, these stories are uh, like <laughs> I mean, and then I have like little random ones in here. Like, got asked for money while trying to poop. Because <laughs> 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 like just in the bathroom, and some dude is like. Hey man, could I have a hundred bucks? I guess he saw me at a table, like like betting big. I was like, no. I was like, what, dude? Wow. I'm trying to go to the bathroom. Like, did, did you tell like security or anything, or you just man, I ain't no snitch. This <laughs> <laughs> brings me to another story. <laughs> I was I was I was playing at this casino uh, the night before, and they recognized I was card counting and the lady just was not having it. She's like, not here, not tonight, no way. You gonna get up out my place. I was like, all right, fine. So like I, I got up, I left, and there was this dude at the table that night who was just like losing a bunch, but he wasn't even playing basic strategy. And he had face tats. Oh, this, wow. This, the detail comes in later. And, and so the next day I'm there and I'm playing, completely different look. Like there was actually a pit boss there, didn't even recognize me. The fate, the face tat dude comes in. He sits down at the table. He starts looking at me, and he's like, "Man, that's that dude who was counting cards last oh, night." What? And I was like, "What?" I looked at him like, "What?" I was like, "Dude, one thing 
that you expect from a person with face tats is to not be a snitch. Like you're a snitch and you have face tats. Like I thought snitches ended up dead in ditches. Like what? That's right. Like he had the teardrops. I'm like, snitches get stitches. Yeah. Snitches get stitches. And I was like, you know, in like a very Western looking outfit. And I wanted to just like lean in and whisper that to him. I thought it'd be really funny, Oh man! I but it might've, might've, might've caused some, some violent reaction. Yeah. But, but anyways, I just left it. I just thought it was so funny. I'm like, I got snitched on by a dude with face tats. So do you have a, what, what's your goal moving forward? You just enjoying, you know, the AP journey or, or, uh, uh I'm enjoying it. Uh, I'm enjoying it in, in very, uh, short bursts. brief spurts. Yeah. 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 <laughs> like what I said on the forum, it's, yeah, it's, it, it just, uh, sucks a little less than it doesn't. <laughs> yeah. Uh, 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 then it does. And, and your, your but, wife's still, uh, you know, enjoying the, the lifestyle. Uh, <clears throat> No, <laughs> no, uh, because I, you know, I travel often and, and honestly, the, the thing that's hard, uh, about, about doing this, especially from family, like relatives, you know, that aren't in your immediate family is they seem to think that I'm, 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 I'm neglecting my family when I'm doing it for my family. Mm-hmm. It's like work, you know what I mean? And I'll go on trips like that are like five days, you know, like, like two times a month, you know, maybe, maybe even a third every now and then. And, you know, it starts to, it starts to bother me because I have a baby, you know, and like I do, you know, and, and, and when you, when you're just losing, you're like, what am I doing? Like, I'm like, I'm, I'm losing all this money and I'm spending so much time away from my family, you know, but it's, I do want to say it's still less time than when I would tour playing music, mm-hmm. but but you know, it, it that's that that's a that has become a difficult part at times when you do go full time. That you to get hours in, you have to you have to be out there. You have to go. You have to do it that way. And it's tough, you know, when people don't see it that way. But my wife does. You know, I'm lucky. She gets it and everything. She's like, no, we're doing this for now. But you know, the, the this is this is a means to an end for me. Mm. This is yeah. this is cash capital for real estate. So well, that yeah, that answers my question. Yeah, where, where you're going with and. I, you know, whatever. It's not my place to tell people what they should, you know, how they should approach life. Mm-hmm. But I'm always a little uh, relieved when someone does have something they're working towards because the people over my tw- almost 20 years of being involved in this, the people that have had some sort of, where's this going towards, seem to uh, reach a goal better than if it's aimless. Sure. Yeah, yeah. It's definitely uh you know, building cash to, you know, put into real estate. And that's, that's, that's the end goal. And this is definitely just like a means to that. I'm, I'm not looking to be an AP forever. Yeah. So like you've had a rocky road, um, you know, doing this AP journey, but you're still, you know, very profitable. So what is it exactly that keeps you coming back to the table when you could be doing something else to gain that same capital? A million dollars, baby. Come like on. It's, it's just, is it just the efficiency of being able to like make the money and then not having to be, you know, working at another job for like 50 hours a week? But like, what is it that about it's just X? honestly, it's just especially with my bankroll, more, more money. I don't know what else I would do at this point for 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 more money, you know, yeah. and it's it's you know, it's you, it, you have to. 
factor in your risk for long-term. That's so important uh, because you will be shocked by variance. Like, you know, and it goes both ways. That's what's great about it, you know, and that's why the long run works out. But I mean, you know, the, the downswings are crazy and it is, it is more about, you know, I think it's a outlasting those streaks. For me, that's what it, that's what card counting is. It's outlasting these streaks until it's like, boom, it all lines yeah. up. Everything works up perfectly. But yeah, that's, and that's what my chart tells me too. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you always refer back to the chart to remind yeah, yourself. Yeah. Which is that awesome thing on, yeah, BJA. It's going to Having, go having that chart. I, I, I love that chart. I actually hadn't, I had played like a thousand hours and didn't have any of it clocked into that. And then I did, and I was like, whoa, this yeah. is cool to see it. Cool. Well, we should probably wrap this up, but maybe yeah, you could come awesome. back on, uh, fly yourself out to Vegas another time and tell. Yeah. Tell I mean, yeah. I mean, there's that. There's, yeah. I just, I, I, I cherry picked very small PG selection. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's been, it's been a lot of fun. Yeah. Uh, thanks for sharing a bit of your story. And yeah, uh, I'm, I'm excited to hear how, how it continues on the, the goal to a million dollars for real estate. Yeah. Thank you, man. Thanks. Uh, thanks for putting all that info out there. It's really helped me and uh, helped me to connect with other people. Thanks for having me. You guys are awesome. Yeah, it's my, my pleasure. Bam. All right. Oh, well, you, uh, you guys can check out Blackjack Apprenticeship if you want to, you know, uh, learn more about all that stuff. Otherwise, we'll catch you next time. I hope you enjoyed the interview. If you have questions for burning down the house, you can find him on the forum and you might even find him at a casino near you sometime soon. I'll create a thread on our forum to ask follow-up questions or leave comments for himself or myself or Joe748, and we will catch you guys later.